What's up, you guys? Welcome back to your favorite podcast of the week, Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, and the B today stands for Back the Fuck Off. We need to get rid of creepy ass people in the gym. I would, you know what? I'm just going to say it's usually men, okay? I'm, I'm very sorry. I don't mean to be a man hater. I'm not a man hater. But in this case, there are way too many men that ruin the fucking gym for women and it bothers the shit out of me. I wouldn't even say for women. I would say for uh, they's, them's, he's, he's, she's, hers, him's. Men ruin it for other men too, is what I'm trying to say. Um, Along with other men who might be homosexual or bisexual or transsexual. Men, biological men who choose to stay men, if I'm saying that correctly, I'm just saying they ruin it for fucking everyone, okay? So anyways, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to be sharing a ton of creepy gym stories today and um, hopefully laughing about it, but also maybe chatting about how we can find confidence in the gym. Um, It's almost January 1st, guys. Can you... Can you truthfully believe it? I was getting set up for Christmas the other day and I was thinking back, I was even looking at Maddox, thinking about how tiny he was last Christmas um, and just where we were at, what we were doing. We were confined to our house. We could go nowhere. Um, I had my little brother living with us. We were decorating the tree together. We got pizza. It was like, I was just kind of reliving those moments um, in nostalgia and realizing how fast the years continue to go by, especially after having a kid. And especially as we just age naturally, like Christmas just becomes more of like, I can't wait to see everyone instead of like, I can't wait to get gifts. And that's not to sound like, you know, negative against gifts. Like, oh, we don't believe in giving gifts. I love giving gifts and I love receiving them, to be very honest. However, um, as you get older, you just appreciate the value of Christmas bringing people together. And I'm just so excited to be surrounded by my close family this year and be in proximity to them. Um... And just be supported. It's it's so exciting. So I can't believe another year has gone, but it's almost January 1st. And that means that a lot of us are probably looking to kickstart our fitness journey again. Okay, you, <laughs> bitch, I know you said the same thing last year. You're like, oh, I'm really going to do it this year. And you probably didn't. And that's okay. Life happens. COVID continued to happen. Lockdowns were kind of in and out of talks. I mean, it's a lot of stress trying to navigate yourself back inside of a gym, back in front of places or in places, wherever you're at with your comfortability. And dude, I totally get it. Um, But we have six weeks to slay opening January 2nd, which is a Sunday made for at home, made for at gym, and now modified also for those of you in pregnancy or postpartum. So excited for this. Um, I'll have more details coming up. I'm not going to sit here and spew you guys, but the point is, is that we need to find confidence in the gym, especially as females, to walk in there, pick up some heavy fucking shit, look that creepy fucker in the eye, and you scare him. He no longer has control to scare you. So how can we do that? Well, first, I want to hear from you guys. What have you experienced? What does it feel like to be a woman in the gym, right? I can comfortably say that I have not really been gym-timidated probably since the beginning of my journey-ish, Um, but I will say as a student athlete and as an athlete who trained with a a trainer 
in college, I had the ability to learn in a very private place, right? We had our university rec gym. No one else was allowed in it. Only us athletes were training in it. And we were only around our teammates, right? So we're, I'm a all girl volleyball team. We're lifting in front of each other. We're learning form from our trainer in private, right? So to go into then a university completely public rec gym, I felt pretty comfortable with what I knew, right? So I will say my experience was a little bit different. However, I have thrown myself into the fire by utilizing and learning things in like CrossFit um, or trying F45, different classes where you might just be a newbie, right? So I will say I can't always, I can't relate in the sense of like the first place I started was a public gym. You know what I mean? I've always had an idea of what to do, even back to high school. So um, I do want to hear from you guys. I'm sure we can all relate to some of these stories. I'm sure we've all had a terrible encounter at a gym where we felt uncomfortable, where we felt stared at, where we felt maybe even borderline stalked. Um, it is, it's scary, right? Um, so I want to talk about the gym, talk about maybe some tips and tricks, if applicable for you, what I did in towns that maybe I was new in and didn't want people to know my life, know my story, etc. I'll kind of talk about that. Um, but it's going to be a fun episode. We're just chilling this week <laughs> after last week's episode. I feel like I really needed to knock it down a notch <laughs> because I had way too many confused people, which, you know, that... To be very frank, that's the fucking point, okay? If you were confused, you simply did not listen. And if you did not listen, that means that you did not care that much and you were just nosy as shit. So if you're confused and you want to look like a dumbass spreading misinformation because you chose to take a clip, just like the fucking media, just like a news headline, you chose to take a headline and run with it, you're the one that looks fucking stupid because I very much laid everything out on the line in last week's podcast. Now, since I did that, it's laid to rest, okay? What we talked about last week, guys, the ship has sailed. I love how you guys keep referencing it on like some of my posts or my TikToks and like um, comments and stuff. I think it's fucking hilarious, okay? I'm going to continue to laugh. Um, However, there's obviously going to be some people who still are like thinking that I'm literally polyamorous, that I'm divorced, that I've actually killed my dogs. I cannot believe that people actually would think that I killed my dogs and would would genuinely fucking say that out loud. Now, if I put that on my Desby page, like my actual Desby, my Instagram, my big Instagram, I, I understand where it could be a little bit fucked up. But if you follow my sunscreen and sarcasm account and you also understand I have very, very dark humor, you would understand that that private account is there for a reason. It's fucking funny and you get to kind of like test the limits and enjoy. I get to enjoy you guys, right? So anyways, it's laid to rest just like my dog. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, everything can be translated into the joke. It's so funny. Um, but I'm done talking about it. If you want to know what I'm talking about, please, for the love of fucking God, just listen to last week's episode, laugh a little bit, ease up, pull the stick out of your butt, relax and, and, and laugh. Okay. Life is meant to be enjoyed. Life is meant to be humorous. It's funny. Um, just, it's funny. Just fucking laugh. You know what I'm saying? Um, other than that, not really a lot of housekeeping, um, 
you know, holiday merch is still alive and well. Um, like I said, six weeks to slay. Pre-registration is coming up probably this week. So make sure you guys stay tuned. This doesn't cost money to pre-register. It just simply ensures that you guys get first in line to register. You get a full day of access before anyone else in the public does. Um, as well as obviously ensuring that you get the link to sign up, you get extra information, etc. Um, so very excited for that. We have coach spots again. We have um, brand new workouts. They're, I mean, they're a banger. We've, we've really leveled up our programming in every single program we've ever created, ever, ever, ever is different. So there is never a day where you're going to come across the same exact workout, workout or program split that you have done before. If anyone else does that to you, you need to fucking sue and file a claim on your credit card to get that money back. Um, but it's fun. We have big prizes, over $4,000 in prizes that we're giving away, um, along with our grand prize of $1,000 cash, which that's huge. $1,000 can be huge for someone. You know what I mean? So um, we'll see. We might even throw something in to spice it up for the beginning of 2022. Um, but that's pretty much it. We're just having a great fucking time here. Um, if you're new, like welcome to the podcast. If you started listening last week, I don't have a schedule of what we talk about here. We have fun. Um, we go off the we go off the limb, and like I'm literally looking out the window right now in my mother-in-law's room, watching a pine tree dance in the wind. Um, I I do not take this seriously. I do in the fact of like I love to podcast, but. This is my place to have fun with you guys. This isn't a place to be all serious and uppity. We relax. We enjoy. We drink. I got coffee. Um, and you know what? I'm so embarrassed. I created brunch with Desby so it could be hangover friendly and you guys could get fucked up and hang out with me on a Sunday. And uh, I literally started this podcast fucking pregnant. So it really just defeated the purpose of Sunday brunch. Um, but let me tell you, I'm still enjoying my pancakes and my French toasties and my sausages um, and dick on Sunday. So um, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay, so creepy gym stories. First off, I have so many I genuinely cannot reference. However, there is one story, um, and this was the time when I was actually what... I don't want to gaslight myself and say, oh, this wasn't it, but I was technically sexually assaulted in the gym. And I, I... I don't Again, I don't want to gaslight myself and say, oh, I shouldn't call myself an essay victim... But it, I had to take it to the university. The university had to review the case. The guy got banned from the gym. It was a it was a pretty big deal. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but this was probably my most traumatic form of gym creep. Um, it was 2016, and I started prepping for my first ever show. And I was working at a gym in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, I obviously was a student at Western Michigan University at the time, and I had just got kicked off the volleyball team, um, which. I will probably be making a new podcast about that one. I have it on YouTube, but I don't have an updated um, podcast. So anyways, I was starting my first ever prep because I was pretty lost in my identity and I know I wanted to keep getting better physically. Um, I was kind of into CrossFit and I knew I wanted to transform my body. So 
during this time, um, I was at a gym that it wasn't like a world's gym. It wasn't like a grungy gym. It was actually a very well kept gym, pretty ritzy. If we want to call it something, it was an athletic club. So if that tells you anything, it was pretty, it was nice, right? Like you're, you're not going to get a lot. You would think you're not going to get a lot of like creeps in there. So during this time, um, I was obviously transforming my body. I was getting leaner and I was trying to figure out, um, how to like pose for NPC competing. There was a guy that would come in the gym and he was again, pretty well known throughout the years being a consistent member. He'd always wear these tube tops He was an old, grungy guy. I mean, it definitely gave you creepy vibes from the beginning, but kind of one of those that you could kind of shake off. You know what I mean? However, I will say to wear like my spandex and my cute gym outfits, it was pretty uncomfortable when I knew he was going to be in the gym. During this time, he first started with continuously having to adjust me while I was working out. So I would be over on the lap pull down machine or something and he would have to come up behind me and touch my lats near my breasts and show me how to activate my lats, right? So it started there, very uncomfortable. I did not tell anyone because I did, I always was told that when I dressed the way I dressed in the gym, guys were going to look at me. And again, that is a very negative fucking way of thinking about women. Oh, sorry, I can't dress a certain way because you can't control your eyes. Okay. Um, Anyways, so that's where it kind of started. Fast forward a few months, this kept happening. I'd be, again, doing like bent over barbell rows. And he had to fucking come behind me almost dick to ass to help me with my, you know what I mean? It was just really uncomfortable. I'd immediately try to stand up, get away from the situation. And a lot of the times no one was actually around. Um, there were cameras, but no one was actually around. Cause it was a very, it was a slow gym. So anyway, the final straw that broke the camel's back was one day he asked if I wanted help with posing because again, he was an ex bodybuilder. So he like knew bodybuilding. Um, so during this time he asked me if I wanted help with posing. I, can confidently tell you I felt very scared to say no um, because he was very scary, period. Um, He knew my shifts. He knew when I worked. Like, I didn't want to run into conflict. So I told him yes, and he told me to meet him downstairs um, near, like, the cafe area, um, and he would help me for a few minutes or whatever. So I get downstairs and pretty much what ended up happening is that he put his hands all over me, groped me in my bikini area, genital area to put me in quote position of um, NPC etiquette posing. Um, Again, touching my private areas, genitals, showing me how far the bikini would probably come up where I would need to Yeah, just you guys get it. Um, During this time, there was a guy working at the front desk who could not really see us because he took us past like a little um, wall where you would kind of turn the corner and then see us. But the whole time when I could try to come into looks with the guy that was working at the calendar, I was trying to give him, ladies, you know the vibe, the, the wide eyes, the kind of like shifting of the eyeballs, like, hey, come the fuck over here. And, um... He never did. Um, After that, 
day um, after that, in general, he left. I immediately broke down, cried, ran out of work. I didn't even finish my shift um, because I was on lunch. And um, when I came back, I told my boss what had happened. They banned him from the gym. And I actually had to go to the university because it was a university club to um, file the report talk to a therapist, etc. Um, I remember crying on and off for like a week to Wyatt because I just, I felt so dirty and embarrassed. And the guy that worked the front desk said how he thought that that's what I wanted. And that's why he didn't say something. And it was just really confusing um, time. So that is my creepiest gym story in that, but I'm also sharing that because that is how, how easy you can all of a sudden be starting to take, be taken advantage of. Um, after that, he was banned from the gym, banned everywhere. I never saw him again. However, I would will say they walked me out to my car almost every night because I was very scared that he would, again, know what my shift was, know everything, and come back and try to either hurt me, yell at me, insult me, harass me. I didn't know, um, but I it was very, very scary for a long period of time for me to continue to work there. So that is my creepiest gym story outside of obviously all the weirdest fuckers ever who I had a like minimal stalker in Florida um again who knew my gym time so if there are some things I can tell you guys from the get-go if you are in a gym that you know you're going to be in for probably the rest of your life and this is just me being a crime junkie you guys need to make sure that you as much as possible I know some of us with work schedules in life we can't always do this But as much as possible, try to switch up the amount of times you're going to a gym, switch up what gyms you're going to, switch up what days you go. And I know that it's it's ridiculous that as women, especially, we have to make these judgment calls. But nowadays, you can just never be too safe um, with making sure that anything you're doing, you're varying up. If there's a certain day that you go to the same grocery store at the same time, don't fucking do it. If there's a day where you go for the same walk on the same walking path at the same time, don't fucking do it. If there's a time that you go to the same gym, same time, same days, don't do it. Switch it up. You never know who could be watching. And I know that is scary to think in your head, but that is where I've felt most comfortable is making sure that my daily schedule never really stays 100% as much as I can change it even a little bit. So again, I know a lot of us work jobs that are nine to five. We have this typical schedule and it's comfortable for us. Um, But if you're in a space where you just, you know, you want to take those extra precautions to be safe, that would be my biggest tip um, to start is just make sure that we're varying time, days, energy of where we're going and what time we're going. That's outside of the gym too. That's just going to the mall, going to the store, going to wherever Um, and just make sure that we're kind of switching it up. So All right. (laughs) If you're someone affected by trauma like me, this could be a great opportunity for you to join BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online teletherapy program and an app directly installed on your phone, no matter what kind of phone you have. If you sign up for BetterHelp, you are matched directly with a therapist allowed and legally allowed to help you within 48 hours. You fill out a questionnaire. They find out what you need, why you need it, what are you struggling with, and you're matched with someone within 48 hours, and you can start connecting and communicating right away. So if you're someone who's going through maybe some struggles during the holiday season, maybe you've experienced a loss within the past year, 
maybe you're just kind of lost in yourself like I have been. Um, I've been using BetterHelp for about almost a year now, um, and it's been the best investment that I make for myself each month. I'm able to hop on my phone, send a quick message to my therapist, book a call, book a video call, book a voice call, whatever I want to do, and feel comfortable and safe in a very secluded, encrypted spot where no one's going to be able to come in and break through with finding my information or anything like that. Um, Along with that, when you actually open the app, this is just a side note, you set either face ID or a password to get in. So it's not like someone can just come in and open your Twitter. They can't just open your BetterHelp app. Um, So this is all safe and secluded. And when you get a notification, the notification doesn't show on your phone as what it is. So if it says your counselor sent you a message, no one's going to look at your phone and it's not going to say, oh yeah, your Aunt Brenda sounds like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? So if you guys are open to therapy or you're open to the idea of it, but it's hard for you to get out of the house right now, or maybe you just don't feel comfortable, BetterHelp can be what you need. Um, If you use code DESB at checkout, you can get 10% off your first month. It is worth trying for a month because you can literally cancel at any time. And there's also plenty of options for you financially to use and use the app how it is fit for you. Um, Again, you can use code DESB at checkout and visit www.betterhelp.com slash DESB today. I will put everything in the show notes as well, uh, but this has gotten me through a lot. Um, as I've gone through the past year postpartum, along with the added anxiety and trauma of this current pregnancy and what I've been really trying to decipher and get better at. Um, So make sure that you check it out today. Again, BetterHelp, code DESBY for 10% off. What a perfect segue for that little um, hashtag ad. Um, You guys know I don't actually make money off of promoting BetterHelp, but when you use my code, it does support me and support this podcast. So um, I love BetterHelp. I will give them free ads all day. Um, You guys, like I said, it does help me if you use my code, but they don't pay me like a flat rate. And I just like to be transparent with that so you guys know when I rattle off an ad, I'm not just making fucking money off the beat of them saying that. Okay. You have to physically use my code to support me, um, which then obviously allows me to run this podcast, which is great. Um, so, okay. Jim creepy stories. Let's get into it. Um, these are all sent in from you guys as listeners. We had a lot come in, so I'm going to read off as many as I can. I just want to enjoy. Um, and this makes me really need to do a new, tell me a secret episode or something, Because I love reading stories. (laughs) Hi, I have two, but I'll start with a boring one. This man, probably 55 or 60, came up to me and asked me how to fix his watch. So I helped him, then walked away. The next day, he came up to me to ask my name and touched my necklace and said, Oh, oh, well, okay. Oh, Olivia. He then asked me if I remembered back in the day when guys wore short shorts. And I was like, uh, how far back in the day? He said, you know, like the 80s. I said, I wasn't born yet, lol. I'm only 22 at the time. He said, oh, my daughter is 22. I want to grab drinks sometime? What the? I lied and said I had a boyfriend that was stationed in Georgia, and he said, y'all FaceTime a lot? Gotta keep it spicy, huh? I giggled uncomfortably, and I walked away. I literally fucking cannot. Like, no, just no, just no. 
for him to say want to get drinks sometime was already kind of weird, but okay, here, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he wants to have a friend for his daughter. But then the second part, got to keep it spicy. Like, why do older men think they can talk to younger women about their sex life? Just no. This is the second story. The second guy is legit 80 to 90 years old. He kept following me around the gym, asked me my name and how old I was. He came up to me one day and told me I was his inspiration. One day I was just over it and started walk he, when he started walking towards me, so I ran to the women's locker room and waited in there for 10 to 15 minutes. I came out and he was waiting outside of the locker room for me. He then followed me screaming my name. I later found out he lives in my neighborhood, so I had to strategically change my gym time. Again, a good tip. However, um, it's sad that we have to be the ones to do that, right? Like, it, I'm sorry. It always falls on the women. <sighs> okay. Saw this in your story and got war flashbacks from public gyms, LMAO. We invested in a home gym during COVID. The one story that really stuck in my mind beyond the usual guy staring, asking if you need a spotter, unsolicited advice, etc. is one I got doing glute bridges at the YMCA. Fuck the Y man. The majority of creeps, in my opinion. A 40 to 50 year old man was using the bench next to me. Didn't really think much of him. He occasionally would look in my direction, but whatever. Just kept my eyes forward. Between a set, he came up to me and he asked me about the workout. I'm inclined to assuming the best in people, so I explained what it was called. Said it was good for glutes, etc. He nodded, seemed really to think about my explanation, then had the audacity to ask, so aren't you worried it could be damaging your eternal organs, like your female ones? When I tell you my jaw dropped, I said no, that's why I have this barbell pad to protect myself. I figured that would be the end of it. But he doubled down and encouraged me to reconsider because I don't want to cause any issues in the future. It's kind of funny now, but in the moment, I remember feeling mortified and just shocked at this presumptuous ass man thinking he had the right to be concerned about my damn ovaries. Thanks for the read. Hope you're feeling well today. Sincerely, the girl who prioritized her glutes over her future children. (laughs) Baby girl, if that is the case, I do not know how I have two babies, okay? Because I have been thrusting shit for a long ass time. Um, But that is so funny. It's hilarious how... Men have the audacity to think they know our bodies. Dude, we as women barely know our bodies. You guys know my Vagina 101 episode? We all learned something about our vagina. Imagine thinking that you know about our uterus and ovaries, okay? Um, It kind of goes back to um, the other day I actually made a TikTok, uh, how to like modify burpees during pregnancy. The only comment on that video was from a fucking man that said, oh my God, you're scrambling the baby sad face I'm like I just can't again I'm not a man hater but man y'all are fucking stupid so I used to go to 24-hour fitness and I was getting out of my car one morning and this guy next to me was also getting out of his car he saw my sorority letters on the back of the car and proceeded to ask me if I like it as in the sorority and asked me how to pronounce the letters Alpha Sigma. (laughs) I thought it was weird, but after the interaction, immediately forgot about it. I finished my workout, and mind you, did not see the guy in the gym. Or at least I don't remember and can't remember what he looks like to even know if I saw him again. I get to my car, and there's a sticky note of $5 on my door addressed to me and my sorority letters and said, enjoy some coffee on me. I quickly grabbed it and got in my car, locked my doors, fearing I'd become one of those viral Facebook warnings about leaving stuff on your windshield 
but I proceeded to go get my coffee. (laughs) Not mad about it. Caffeinated and not mad about it. Okay, so like here's another example of like a potential like very nice deed that someone legitimately just did. But because of the expectations we have as women of fear, it it wasn't even nice, right? This this guy could have genuinely just wanted to be a nice a nice person, but because of the experiences we've undergone as women or even just fear of what other women have gone through, we can't even appreciate it. And it's very true about leaving stuff on your windshield um, because it it distracts you. And that's how literally so many trafficking victims get sucked up into the ring of trafficking because they stay outside of their car and they literally get taken. It's terrifying to even think about, but it really does happen. And I know for a fact that that is something to think about. If there's anything ever in the middle of the road, um, do not get out of your car. Fucking go around it. Who cares? Um, Stuff like that. But especially if it's on your driver's side of your window where you have to physically go around the opposite side of your car. If it's ever on your windshield, guys, just get in your car, lock your doors, drive away. Drive away with whatever the fuck is on your windshield and figure it out from there. Go into a well-lit area, take care of it, go by a gas station, take care of it. You know, something, maybe not even a gas station. Jesus, those are just as scary. Um, but you guys know the premise. Just be safe about it. However, I'm, I'm glad that you got your coffee. <laughs> okay, first ILY. Oh my gosh, thank you. Love you too, Kaylee. Um, and I can say that because there's quite a few Kayleys that actually um, put in stories. Here we go. I've worked out at the same LA Fitness on and off for three years, and this dude starts gy- coming, and I notice him following me around at the gym. He would work out right behind where I was or be around me. Always felt so uncomfortable when I was there at the same time as him. Literally, I could feel him staring all the time. One day, this man comes up and asks what kind of leggings I was wearing, and I asked why. He said he wanted to get his girl some of the ones I was wearing. Weird. But I played it off because I'm too nice and give people the benefit of the doubt most of the time. Is that not a womanly trait? <laughs> we really try to see the good in people. Then I hit my breaking point when I was benching. Mind you, I was in prep at this point. I know my limits with things. I know how much I can handle and can't not. He comes over and starts spotting me, touching the bars. I'm in the middle of benching. I literally put the weight on the rack and got up and told him to never do that again. I didn't need help. After being followed around the gym by this man, it set me over the edge. So I made the front desk manager aware and they said they had gotten complaints from other girls too, which is kind of fucked that they didn't do anything about it. I was under the impression that they were banning him from the gym and didn't see him for a while after. Literally two days ago, I was walking on the treadmill facing the windows and the same man is back. Walks right in next to my treadmill, pretends to look out the window and smiles at me. I still get triggered by him. Something about it makes me feel weird and anxiety like I'm in danger when he's around. Whether it's harmless or not, this kind of behavior is not okay and should not be tolerated. I wish I was more of a bitch and had more balls to tell this guy to go eat 10 dicks and stay away from me. I bet there's probably so many stories just like this even worse. It makes me sick. It's so true. This isn't even about like, this isn't even about like, oh, men are weird. It's like, it's just the feeling of having to live as a woman being unsafe. Like, I remember there was even one night a few, maybe weeks ago, where Wyatt was, what, it maybe wanted to go get something and it was laid out. And I was like, oh, like, I'm not, I can't go by myself. I'll just stay here. He's like, why? And I'm like, Wyatt, it's dark out and I'm I'm not going to go alone as a woman. And he's like, oh, you're right. And it's like, and then he said something along the lines of like, or I said, 
how we have to live, we live so much differently. Like if it's dark out and we have to do something by ourselves, we can't go by ourselves. And if we do, it's scary. Um, so it's just weird how we have to live in such a different way than men ever will, period. Like there, there's really no, I'm not trying to be a bitch saying that. It's like just genuinely true. Okay, next one. Bestie, I have a crazy story for you. I was a wellness coach at a YMCA, not another fucking YMCA, in Virginia during college. I worked four to nine shifts during the week and after my classes sometimes covered on weekends. I was being stalked by two individuals of a different race than I am. I believe that they were of a darker descent. They were brothers or cousins. I cannot remember. They would both come in on the evenings and uh, come in on the evenings and I would notice them staring at me over my desk and follow me. They start they started out with small talk asking me how certain equipment works and I kept conversation short and sweet as I noticed before that they were kind of creepers. I befriended some members and would talk to them during my shift. Some guy friends my age would come and actually look out after me. These two guys came in one day and started asking me super personal questions such as where I live, what year I am in school, if I live alone, etc. And I proceeded to tell them I'm not comfortable giving out my personal information, but I will answer any questions you guys have about equipment. One evening, I got up, got my shift covered for finals. They came up to the person that was working and asked for my schedule for the following days. And that person was silly and provided them with my schedule. Since that conversation with me denying them my personal information, our associations then intensified. We followed them on camera and they were clearly so inconsistent with what muscle groups they were working. They only ever conveniently worked out near where I was cleaning or instructing other members. We could see from our bird's eye view cameras that they were always following me around. And one Sunday they called our branch and asked our membership team, is Emily working? Our staff said they could not give out that information and asked who was calling. These dudes really said they were my friends calling to check in on me. How creepy. My boss intervened one time and said they needed to mind their own business and only speak for me if they had only speak to me if they had any questions about the equipment. I wanted their memberships to be taken away because of how they made me feel, but that wasn't good enough to take away their memberships. I just continued to work and mind my own business. Um, one guy friend came up to the guys and said, y'all are not discreet about staring at her, aren't you? They then basically told the guys off. All in all, it was super creepy. Thankfully, I just work and collected my coin and had the support from a ton of members there. My parents were honestly terrified. They followed me back to campus and I lived alone. So I even had to watch out for myself on campus and all of my surroundings. My parents also wanted the police involved, but unfortunately, creeping me out wouldn't have been a good enough reason. Um... I fully give permission to use the story, um, and even typing it seemed to give her some anxiety. Um, I can only imagine, and it's such a fine line. I understand that cops, law enforcement can't always go and say, um, you know, oh, they're creeping me out, take them to jail, right? Like, I get it. But a lot of times when we have these ideas of, oh, I'm getting creeped out or, oh, the, I'm feeling unsafe, it sometimes leads to bigger things. And all of a sudden, a poor woman is missing from a town, right? It's like, but they're giving these warning signs and especially living alone or whatever it might be. Um, it's just really sad that a lot of times it feels like it has to get to a point of a missing person's case or sometimes 
a death for police to like really intervene, right? And again, I understand they can't do everything and, and sometimes these quote creepy stories end up to be nothing, but it's still the premise, right? Okay, hey Des, I wanted to share my gym creep story. After gyms opened back up, I was so excited to get back into my local gym. A few days of being back in the gym, I noticed a guy working out who didn't, who just seemed to have a lingering gaze in my direction. At first, I thought I was imagining it, so I ignored it, kept working out. Eventually, his, he started coming into empty aerobics rooms where I was working out for no apparent reason, hopping on the bike in front of mine when the entire row was open, seemed to be following me around my gym at my entire workout. One day, I walk in and he's sitting behind the personal trainer desk and I realized he was a trainer at the gym. Luckily, I had access to the gym from my other job, so I started going there. One day, I decided to go back in my original gym, different location though, and he was training at the other location as well. I couldn't escape this guy. Thought about talking to management, but decided against it because I didn't really have n- any real proof. Luckily, I moved soon after that, so I got a new membership. No creep so far. Um, sincerely, victim of a travel traveling gym creep. That's even worse is when you're like running away from a trainer because they seem to just follow suit. <laughs> okay. Oh, the fucking stories. One, a fucking guy talked to me about he used vag- how he used Vagisil to brush his teeth. Two, a guy constantly took my earbuds out of my ears mid-set. Three, a guy farted the whole time while he used a cardio equipment and it was so loud he gave no fucks. Four, a guy talked about fucking in the bathroom so I was nervous to go to the gym when it was just him and me. It was a small 24-7 gym. Literally immediately no. Immediately no. Here's a story for you. A guy who worked at the gym was trying to flirt with me and lift together. One day, he was showing me a motivational quote on his phone. He scrolled to the next pictures, and they were pictures of me that he saved from my lifting account. He said I was his gym inspiration. I freaked out and shut it down and blocked him on everything. That is so fucked up. To think that there are men out there who have photos of us, like all of us, someone has a photo out, of, out there of us on their phones because either they're sharing it with someone, they think that we're good looking, they, they, some, it is weird, the information that we give access to for people. I'm not going to lie, it's we, like it's weird, but that's like also the day and age we live in, but when you experience it, oh, I would be creeped out for literally ever. Just no. Okay, a few more to wrap it up. There's literally so many. Um, I do just want to say thank you guys for sending them in. It was fun reading over them and um, being able to just share these and kind of, I don't want to say laugh about it, but some of them we can laugh about because it's like woman to woman, like we get it. But then it's also kind of like bringing that realization that it's like we all go through this. And again, I will say I have a little bit more gym confidence now. And if I ever see anyone staring at me, I have a huge dick now where I literally will, I literally will say out loud, do you need something? Is there a reason that you're looking at me? And I make them feel so insecure and embarrassed. And if they decide to say, oh, I was looking at whatever, then just be, and then I'm just like, okay, well, it didn't look like that. And I'm a bitch. So, okay, a few more. I have no preference when it comes to pads or no pads in my sports bras. Hmm, 
I wonder who else does. I'll have to put that poll on brunch with Desby. I have to, I have to have pads. I have, I have to. One day I grabbed a notepad sports bra to wear to the gym. Was halfway through my workout when an older gentleman approached me. I thought he was going to make a comment about my hydro jug because for whatever reason, old people love the you thirsty joke when they see it. Anyways, he approaches me, looks me dead ass in the eyes and says, I can see your nipples. I've been staring at them. They're quite distracting. I've never wanted to swing on an old man more than I have ever in that moment. As I calmly replied as I could, I, re- I said, well, we all have nipples, so shouldn't they be distracting? So they shouldn't be distracting you. But could you also try not staring at my boobs? Apparently he didn't like that because I got a phone call later that day from the gym manager about the incident I caused at the gym. The poor manager felt terrible and I explained everything to him and he revoked the guy's membership um, while they were on the phone. He said everyone should feel comfortable here and wearing whatever makes them feel confident and should feel safe. They're sorry that their old man took all three of those things away from me. I feel like this is a pretty mild story compared to others, but still creepy. It is so weird to me because I know I don't feel comfortable when my nipples are hard around people. Like, I just don't. I understand the free the nipple movement and I'm for it, but I just do not feel comfortable doing it. But it's crazy to me that the reason I don't feel comfortable doing it is because society has made me uncomfortable. Right? You know how many hard nipples I see of men in the gym and their fucking stringer tops? And And like, but we can't, even though we still have nipples like you know what I mean it is a very interesting thing to think about how we've we've legitimately sexualized nipples it is very interesting okay a few more like I said so interestingly interestingly enough when this story happened I was doing your timeless guide back in 2018 LMAO also sorry this is long and I'm Aries and I cannot help to get expressive when telling a story sissy that is why my podcast thrives I am also an Aries I am very much a storyteller I am a bullshitter, I am stubborn, I'm an asshole, and I love it. So I'm at my hometown Planet Fitness over the holidays, and as I'm doing cardio, my cardio warm-up, I see this gym bro just every so often glancing my way, if you know what I mean. Girl, we know. This guy was a typical douche. Shirt off, cut his whole, <laughs> cut off, shirt so cut off, his whole areola was staring at me. See, that's exactly what I'm just telling you guys, right? Everyone's nipples are popping out, except women's. I ignored his glances and grabbed some weights for the timeless leg day and I was about to murder. I'm halfway through and he comes over to me and says, damn girl, I can tell you work hard. Keep it up. And then like winked at me. Throughout the rest of my workout, I can feel his eyes on me. Whatever. Crank the music, finish my workout, went to the locker room to grab my shit, leave, and I walk out to my car. As I'm walking out to the, out, walking out this other car in the lot, whips around in the entrance as I'm walking out and creep, and the creep from inside gets out of his car and yells at me and I walk and walks towards me. I literally screamed. I have a boyfriend go away. Tweeted about how creepy it was and an assistant manager of a gym I knew told her employees to check the footage so they could look at it because they had had complaints before. Best part was the assistant manager I knew who reached out to me had literally just had a baby the day she messaged me about it. That's so funny. Love you does. Happy holidays to your family. Happy holidays to your family too. Um, yeah, just no, just no. There's no, I swear they don't use their brains sometimes. Okay, last one. 
This guy started coming in a few months ago to the gym and he always awkwardly stares at me and plenty of others. One day, about two weeks after he started coming, he comes up to me, knows my name, but he says that he saw that my family and I go to Silver Lake and he likes my Jeep. Then he started asking me about my family's vehicles they drive. He knew everything. (laughs) Again, I feel like we have to realize that we do maybe overshare information on social media, right? You know, people might know what we drive. They know where we live. They know all of these things. And so I don't, but I still don't feel like we have the comfortable ability to say, Oh, well, it's your fault. Oh, well, you shouldn't have done. Like, I still think that that's kind of wrong. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't take a lot of fucking effort to not be a creep. Am I right? Am I right? Like, I feel like even if we didn't share anything, even if we were all to ourselves, we're back in the 60s, and there's still not a lot of technology and all this, we would still have creepy experiences with men, period. Like, they would then just find a different way to find us. Today, it's a little bit easier because they just get online. But back in the day, they would then come to your house and stalk you in real life. You know what I mean? So, it is kind of scary. I've I've definitely been more aware of how I've tried to use the internet, tag locations, when do I share those locations? Like sometimes if I'm somewhere and I had lunch there, right? And I want to be like, oh, just had lunch and tag the bistro or something, right? I try not to post stuff of the location until I'm legitimately gone, right? So I might like take a picture and then I'll be leaving and then I'll finally post like lunchtime and I might not be actually eating lunch, but it'll be like after, right? However, if it's somewhere that I'm consistently going, like there's a few locations that me and my sister go for breakfast, I'm not really going to share that because say that people start realizing we go every Thursday or Friday, that's where people are going to then realize like, oh, that's where she goes Thursday or Friday, right? Now, public areas aren't as bad, but the thing is, is that people take public areas They'll find you, they'll find your car, and then they'll follow you to your private areas. (laughs) That sounds terrible. I mean, like your private living spaces, right? They'll know everything like that. So that's where I feel like you kind of have to like play a boundary and just be aware of how you're using social media and what you're putting on there. Um, Because it does. It trickles into the gym and then the people that are weird at your gym are going to look at your gym tag, you know, like the location of the gym And then they're going to want to go there. Like, there's just, there's creepy people. And we can't be 100%, and I get that. And I don't think we need to live also, like, in fear all the time. But I think we could live in, like, awareness, right? So that's kind of, like, my outlook. Um, You guys will have to let me know what you think or what you, maybe, do you guys have any precautions you follow at a gym? Um, What do you do? You know, do you have any tips for how to feel safer at the gym? Um... Do you just not give a shit? What what gave you that confidence? You know, what are your thoughts? I'd love to share some more tips for our girls. Um, and I'm, I'll try to make a post with maybe some cute gym tips um, for, the, for the ladies to stay away from the gents. <laughs> um, but that's all I have for you. 
I'm, I, I don't know what we're going to be talking about next week. We're going to be finishing up Christmas. It's going to be the day after Christmas. We're all going to be s- probably fucking stuffed, still opening our gifts, maybe still cleaning out gift wrappings and stuff and cleaning our house. Perfect time to throw on the podcast. Um, but we'll see what we got. Um, it'll actually be our, yeah, it'd be our last episode of 2021. I believe, which is crazy. Um, but I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Um, make sure you stay tuned on Brunch with Desby Instagram. I will throw on some polls, throw on something fun for the day. Um, and we'll have to have some laughs girl to girl. Um, love you guys. Hope you have an amazing week and we'll chat soon.